Atlanta, they say what's happening. What's happening? In H Town, they say what it do. What it do? I wanna work for y'all to be triple. We say what up though. That's right. So when you hear this song, I want you to say, hey. What up, though? We're back for episode three. You can hear a car alarm in the background, probably. Somebody, somebody probably getting this shit. Somebody's too. getting carjacked. <laughs> uh, we apologize for the neighbors tripping. <laughs> we don't apologize for life. This is how it is in the D. You, <laughs> you might just start recording a podcast and somebody might get their car broken into. <laughs> this is how it happens. <laughs> This is Mike, a.k.a. Tipsy Russell. I am uh, Otis, a.k.a. Detroit O. And <laughs> it's not too sure about that. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I didn't know if I was going to be Detroit O, but yeah, so. Um, <laughs> r- real quick, I just, I read a stat, speaking of carjackings, that <laughs> mid-May, they said it was 190-something carjackings to date this year. So from January to the middle of May. 190 something I had to do the math like that's more than one a day that's fucking crazy dude and that's in Detroit just in yeah in Detroit in Detroit that's crazy that's why our fucking car insurance is so high yeah I saw an article about that too it said something like somebody named it like the carjacking 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 city city or some shit like that yeah I just knock on wood I've never been uh... yeah me neither but yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't want to actually yeah, fully no, no. verbalize. No, no. no. Like, I don't, then you leave here like, <laughs> like oh, I don't shit. Curse myself. I think it just jumped in my car, right? Uh, but yeah, so. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I've had my car broken into, but I've never been carjacked. Shit, I just said it. <laughs> no, I had my car broken. My truck broken into last year. I was at a. I was down at Eastern Market area at a party. I come out, window busted out. They had broken like a bunch of people's cars. And they didn't even steal shit. Like, I just wish I would have left my shit unlocked. You could just go in it then. If you just, because I had to ride home. <laughs> I had to ride home in the middle of the winter, man. My window broke. Driver's side. I was pissed the fuck off, dude. When I had my car broken into, I was uh, living at Wayne State. And Wayne State is a, a college campus that's downtown, for y'all that don't know. And um, I was living at Wayne State at the time, and I was moving out of the apartment that I was living in and like I went I was like in the process of taking things in and out so I was like going in grab some stuff bring it out go in grab some stuff bring it out and like through the course of this cycle I went in and came out and my car was broken into so somebody had the they was they was watching you and timing you coming and timing out and, it. and this was like broad daylight on a Saturday afternoon and I just came out and they took my uh my CD book and at the time like my you know- CD book Huh? Yeah, I was, I was just based on the fact you had a CD book. You just know it with years. It was about <laughs> yeah, it was about nineteen nineteen ninety nine or two thousand, and like my CD, it was no, it wasn't nineteen ninety nine. It was two thousand two thousand one, and like the CD book had my uh, discography of like all my favorite artists. So like it, it was a real big book, and it had like all my Nas albums, like all my Eminem albums, which at the time wasn't that many. All my, like, I was a big Cash Money fan at the time. All my Cash Money albums. I had to go on Amazon to buy all these old CDs from Cash Money artists. I had So you I, actually bought them? I, yes, I actually bought them. <laughs> I had, like, at the time, there was probably, like, five BG albums. Uh, I think Lil BG. Wayne probably had one or two. 
couple juvenile albums, couple hot boy albums, couple big timers albums, and then like random dudes they had on their label, like a dude named Tech Nine. Like I, I had like an entire cash money section that was a few pages. So when they took that book, they took my like my archive kind of. It wasn't like new shit. It was my, like my archive book. I was sick about that shit. And I was sick because I knew that I just missed him. Like, I, I went in, I came back out, and my window was smashed. The niggas watched you going, watched you look in your car yes. while they got your, your discography. They wanted to play some BG and shit. <laughs> they were playing, <laughs> they were playing Chopper City. It was a, what, Cash Money is an Army while I'm like, <laughs> while I'm walking back to my car. That's awful, dude. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I had a, I had a decent collection of CDs when I, after I graduated high school, uh, I remember my the first CD. Do you remember the first CD you bought? Mm-hmm. First CD I bought was uh, "Murder Was the Case" soundtrack. Good fucking choice. Fuck man, that shit was dope as hell. And I, was, and I bought it from a gas station right on the, <laughs> right on the corner at a. It's a Shell gas station right on the corner of Evergreen and uh, Schoolcraft. That's my first CD purchase. Yeah, I had like um, I think my first one. Was probably the uh, the Tupac double album, the All Eyes on Me. Mm-hmm. That I think either that or uh, the DMX is Dark and Hell is Hot. I didn't I didn't technically buy those. My stepdad bought those because um, he was like really really into music, and um, I remember he had all those all those shits. I remember he had all of the. The No Limit CDs, all them pastel colors and shit. Cause mm-hmm. I think was it uh, uh was it uh, uh masterpiece uh, it had an orange, bright orange CD. Ghetto D. Ghetto D. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was like dope. a bright ass yeah. orange and shit. But yeah, <clears throat> that was one of my favorite CDs too. That murder was the case too. Man, awesome. Classic. Um, before we um get into our uh, topics uh. Couple of things. Uh, I got chased um, by a dog when I was going to buy that DMX CD. Are you actually. serious? Actually, no, no, not that one. The next one, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. When I, I was walking to the store to buy that, I got chased by a dog. So the irony was not lost on me. I was about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was just about to say, took it right out my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> That's I'm funny. Surprised, and it was not. It was a. It was a. It was a pit bull. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. a scary experience. But yeah. yeah, what were you saying? Oh, uh, j- uh, just before we go too far. Uh, Definitely want to thank everybody for uh, all the uh, the list uh, the uh, hits on our uh, SoundCloud page. Uh, Sound what? SoundCloud. <laughs> like SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. SoundCloud page, and we have a uh, iTunes. iTunes page now for so all all you iPhone folks. Um, I was so fucking hyped, man. I, I've been working on the iTunes shit for like two weeks, and and man, I had to. I had to cross the Red Sea and part it, part that bitch like Moses. To well, get, to you get know what I, you know what I told you. I was like, you know, you know what, Mike, you can, you know, deal with any iTunes shit because I don't have an iPhone. I don't deal with Apple. Apple, so. Apple has some fucking. They got requirements. You can't just like upload just shit to iTunes. Like you got to be on your p's and q's. Like they had our, they wanted our avatar to be a very specific size. You had to have all kinds of metadata and tags and all that shit. Like, it's, it's, it's complicated. It, well, it was complicated. And then I realized that SoundCloud had a, a podcast beta testing thing. Okay. And when they accepted, I applied to be in that and they accepted us. After that, it was as simple as copying and pasting a link. 
into the iTunes sign. Oh, that's dope. It was that fucking simple. Wow. So so SoundCloud had all the shit that we needed, so it just fed it just feeds your SoundCloud into iTunes. So wow. but that's dope. It's, you still had to have everything set up right. Like I needed to make sure the avatar is the right size and all that shit and make sure I marked it as explicit because I'm explicit. It's explicit. <laughs> yeah, I'm explicit. You know, so, shit, fuck, damn, you know, cunt, yeah. cunt, bitch, stuff like that. <laughs> right. So I just want to make sure we get our, if we're going to have an explicit title, we need to get our explicit words in it, so. But, uh, yep, we so we. are clear that in iTunes, it is marked as explicit, so we can say whatever the fuck we want. So we have that, so, you know, check out our, if you follow us on our Facebook page, or, uh. SoundCloud, or Twitter, or SoundCloud, or, or Twitter. Subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes and rank and or rate or both. I don't know. I don't really know. I know the difference between ranking and rating, but I don't know which one has more relevancy as it pertains to iTunes. But uh, whatever, whatever you got to do to make our, you got to do rate to, make, to make our shit pop. You know, exactly. Thumbs whatever up you got to do to make us pop off, do it. So that was that was a big thing. Uh, that was huge because can't nobody say shit to me for the next couple weeks. Like. If you like, hey, I, I did this and that. I'm like, but are you in iTunes though? No, okay. Well, but are you in iTunes? Then you just yeah. stop people mid mid conversation. <laughs> right. But are you in iTunes though? <laughs> like, no, okay, okay then, All right, okay then. The <laughs> so that was a big thing. We we made it over. I think we made over a hundred a hundred plays on our SoundCloud for our first episode. Yeah, that one's at like one twenty something. The second episode is at like seventy something. So we're, we're we're moving forward. We we definitely appreciate anybody who's uh, listened, who shared. We just need and, y'all to uh, tell your friends and shit. So, so we can you. reach people outside of our immediate circles. Yeah, so tell your peeps and uh and hopefully we'll be able to continue to to make uh good podcasts that everybody, you know, wanna listen to and so forth. So this uh podcast is not sponsored by Budweiser, it is not sponsored by Tito's Vodka and now that we finished that, it is not sponsored by Hennessy and Root Beer, which um <laughs> came uh from uh some friends of mine uh and we we labeled it uh the jike spingleton which <laughs> which if anybody has seen fear of a black cat knows that was the director which was like a blend of spike lee and uh um what's the fucking other guy um john singleton yeah so but yeah have you ever never seen it that's one of the greatest uh, movies parody awesome. movies of, yeah. of 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 all time. Uh, it, it picture like CB4 meets like uh, Tribe Called Quest documentary. I think that's <laughs> probably the the you could yeah that's it. So that's one of the one of the classic movies of our time. Um, so sidebar, yeah. uh, it's no sidebars with our shit. We just we yeah, just keep we just talking. Saw, well, uh, yeah. Um, if you can't tell the difference between who is who, uh, we're gonna try to try, yeah. try to make a note of that because yeah, we yeah, had a yeah, comment yeah. that said that they can't tell. Yeah, who's we had who. a, we had a couple of people that you know that said that they really couldn't tell our voices. So uh, I guess periodically we'll say you know this is Otis speaking, or we'll say uh, <laughs> this is Otis speaking. right. This is Otis speaking, <laughs> or you know I'll try to address Mike so you know that I'm not Mike and so right. forth. So we 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 I'll try to remember to work. On that. We try to uh, take the critiques. Uh, um, in stride, and so that was one of the ones that kind of stuck out. We definitely want to make sure you guys know who the fuck we are, and so forth. So, yeah. So we uh, we got a few topics uh, 
big, small. <laughs> a few is a stretch. Uh, <laughs> a big and small. We have like um, two. <laughs> two. We're going to stretch it to like and then t- ten. Uh, we do we do got some emails. We got some DMs we want to try to cover. Um, but the one that sticks out to me, and I was going to start with the Mark Cuban um, story, but since we were sitting here looking through all of these uh, Nicki Minaj pictures, first off, whoever, whomever, is it whomever? Whomever. You're asking, told, you're asking the right guy, but you're asking him at the wrong time. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> uh, asking Mike about uh, uh, anything. Uh, uh, you're, asking, you're asking the grammar guy, but you're asking him at a time where he's not really thinking about it. Well, whomever. I'm going to say. Who, is it whomever? I'm going to say. See, I, see somebody's going to my mentions to try to correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like whoever is what you want to say. Because I feel like whom is possessive. So if you're talking about, scratch that, I'm not even going to guess. I, I'm certain. Whom is possessive. So if you're talking about, uh, if something belongs to someone, you're talking okay. about whom. So in reference to so what I might you're saying, be, I, might I think, be saying, I think who? you're saying whoever who? is what you want to say. All right, so who. Um, so who ever told Nicki Minaj to fuck all that punky Brewster shit? Thank you. <laughs> Because she is looking real nice and looking real regular. Regular is a bad term. It's very bad. Bad term. She's looking normal, I guess. I mean, she toned down. Yeah, she toned down all that hair shit. That's fucking. She's she's looking bad now. I I commend whoever whoever is on her team because a lot of these motherfuckers don't listen to anybody. Chris Brown is probably the biggest example of people just don't. He don't have. He probably don't listen to nobody in his circle. Like, and he be in jail to like August because of the shit. But you know, nobody really listens to people around him. So, shout out to whoever said that shit to her. Like, you need to chill out, dress normal, cause she looking fine as hell now. Man, man, if you if you aren't following Nicki Minaj on Instagram. Get your life together and make that happen. Well, I don't follow her. Well, then you need to get your well, life together I, I, and make I that like, happen. I, I like artsy people on, on Instagram, yeah, so I don't really... That. Follow Nicki Minaj on Instagram and then keep your artsy people, but yeah, Nicki yeah. Minaj's Instagram is... It's a revelation. Yeah, she's looking quite nice. I mean... I do better for it. I just... If she... Maybe if she took more pictures with Sanaa Lathan, maybe I'll pay attention to her more Uh-oh. and shit. Because uh, Sanaa Lathan ain't never had a bad day in my book. She got an Instagram? Um, good question. I know she has a Twitter. Well, you're not I know she got Facebook. <laughs> um, that they may kill my fandom on her though. Yeah. Is fandom a word? Yeah, I mean okay. it is in the sense of like it might not be in the dictionary, but it's a, it's it's part of our American vernacular. People are gonna know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I haven't drank enough since I just said vernacular. Let me have a <laughs> but yeah, she's taking pictures. But yeah, so she's been looking bad as hell, and I I commend whoever put that uh, word in her ear to. To dress normal and shit, so, but uh, yeah, so uh, a couple of I think I think during our first was it our first episode we talked about uh Donald Sterling, yeah, yeah, first episode you know we talked about Donald Sterling. Most people, if you haven't been hiding under a rock for the past two months, um, you know about you know Donald Sterling and all of his doings and so forth, um, his racist racist antics and so forth and so mark cuban you know the uh owner of the dallas mavericks and all kind of other shit you know did an interview and he was saying how you know he would walk 
walk down the street, he see a black person in the hoodie, he would cross the street. And then if he seen like a white skinhead with tattoos, he would cross the street again. And he, you know, uh, he's basically admitting to having prejudice. Basically, that's basically what he did. And I don't know. I can't remember how many. I can't remember the times I've crossed the street because I just don't cross the street with people. I'm like, fuck it. I think you know, I'm I'm a six foot man and two hundred some pounds. You know, ain't too much shit. You know, really bothers me. But yeah, think about when is when is Mark Cuban walking down a fucking dark street? (laughs) He ain't probably been around people like that ever. Like I think the most interaction he probably has with people is probably at Dallas games. Because he's like, you know, second row or some shit. For a while, I didn't even know who Dallas coach was. Because that's all they talked about was Mark Cuban. You know, they the camera was always on Mark Cuban. So, he ain't walking down dark streets. He probably ain't did that in fucking years. So, whatever the case. But, I don't he know. He probably I, walks down, like, dark walk-in closets. And... Yeah, dark walk <laughs> Like, his, his wine cellar is dark. <laughs> dark wine And, dark you know, he, he's like, I'm trying to find my reason. I can't find this dark as hell down here. <laughs> Fucking skinhead uh, in my wine cellar. Fucking skinhead. Fuck I got a fucking <laughs> kid that reminds me of like Trayvon or some shit in my. You know, it's just dumb, man. But do, I mean, do you think that he's actually like real like bigot type or? No, absolutely not. Like I, I didn't understand when I logged on Twitter. I saw like a lot of outrage over his comments, and I didn't really get it because like he didn't say anything that was like to me that I would deem offensive. Like he didn't say like black people scare me or or you know whatever he just said he said something that everybody everybody really feels but might not re- might not want to openly admit like when it comes right down to it, I'm the same way I won't physically cross the street for the same reasons that you won't but at the same time if I was a person who would be the type across the street I'd cross the street if I saw if, if it was a nigga coming at me like a, a nigga nigga like when Chris Rock talked not, about like, not, versus black not, people not a, not a regular nigga a yeah, nigga, nigga. nigga nigga you know if you say it twice it really means <laughs> yeah, like you it know it means a double a double, double, a double. dangerousness like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would theoretically I'd cross the street too if I saw a skinhead I would theoretically cross the street too it's, it's just I mean, it's prejudice it's, it's like you, you you feel a certain way he just admitted that there's certain things that scare him and he's like you know this this Makes me uneasy. This is, and this, I just thought that was like an admission of of, of uh, honesty. You know? That's, and I didn't really. That's I didn't, Mike. I wasn't offended by it. That's Mike talking, by the way. This, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I think you, when you, if you know, in a situation where you know that he was, you know, explaining, I think you, you, you have to have a certain level of cautiousness. I, you know, I think he just could have worded things better. You know, with you know all of the things that happened with the Trayvon Martin uh, case. Uh, well, I'm sorry to. George Zimmerman case, you know, I think that was just, uh, it's it's too soon, you know, to just say, you know, a kid, especially when Trayvon wasn't doing anything wrong, you know, he just happened to be a kid and for an asshole to just find him and, you know, seek him out to, you know, do whatever he did. I just think it was a little too insensitive soon but i mean at the same time i get the caution is like you know if you seen no matter if they had hoodies no matter if they were skinheads i'm walking down the street and somebody you know presents himself as being you know endangering then you know you you do what you got to do but then again like i say i don't know when the fuck mark cuban is walking down a street you know where he has to 
protect himself and cross the street or some shit. If he's all on his, he probably has his own property. Where he has his own zip code and shit. Everybody, everybody's his workers and shit. So. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I just looked at it like, I just looked at it as an honest admission of the fact that we all have prejudices, and when it comes right down to it, it's become taboo to kind of admit what frightens you or what makes you uneasy. And I just looked at him as I just looked at it as him being honest. Like you know, if I see a skinhead coming toward me, that makes me uneasy. And in the same vein of that, like if I see a nigga coming toward me, that makes me uneasy too. And he didn't say it like that, but that's, I mean, that's just how I look at it. And I look at it like, that's just honest. You know what? I, I feel the same way. Like, I won't physically cross the street, but I get what he's saying. Like, you know, if right. I see some, you know, some hood nigga coming at me, I might not cross the street, but I'm like, oh shit, this, something might pop off. And I will feel the same way if I seen a skinhead coming toward me. So, I just look at it like he was just being honest about the prejudice that, that we all have. So, I didn't look at it like, if he was saying something like, you know, black people make me feel this way, or you know, something like that, then I would kind of get it. Well, but, I think he's probably. I think he's probably learned. I, I don't know. You never know exactly the person. I mean, you know, interviews are interviews. You know, a lot of that shit is prepared. I would have hoped that he's not, you know, a sterling type. But I'll give him the benefit. I give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, I think he's a, you know successful dude and you know everybody has their fears and you know and being uncomfortable in certain situations and that may be you know one of the uncomfortable things so he strikes me as a good dude i mean but even if he didn't i still i didn't see anything to get mad about in those comments i didn't i didn't get the outrage i mean if you if if anybody who's listening to this was you know upset or offended or outraged by what he said feel free to hit me up or hit up the podcast twitter or the email and open up a dialogue about why you felt why you felt the way about it. I I just didn't I didn't see it. You know, I my my general feeling toward it was like people just want something to be mad about. That's yeah, that too. But I, I think yeah, about. and I didn't I didn't really see that as something to be mad about. But I mean, if if you did, let me know why. Because I mean, I might not be able to see it from your point of view if you're mad. So. And if you come at me like, hey, this is why it pissed me off, or this is why I felt he was wrong, and you can state your claim, you know, in an intellectual way, and I can get it, I, I, you know, I might get it. You know, I might say, okay, yeah, I can see that. I, um, and a, I think we're, what we're going to try to do in the future, um, I'm not sure what, at, at some point of our episodes, is that we want to do call-ins. Um, and that was an interesting transition. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm just thinking because you know if if we you know we have these you know you say hit you up you know and you oh, know, right, right. about it a lot of times it's lost because of the timing that no one can really understand. You know, you don't hear it now, so you know maybe no one would call us up or you know cause I, you know technically no one's hearing this now since we're recording. Right, they're only going to hear it when you know we're uh, when we post it. So. Uh, we're gonna do some test runs and um, see how it sounds on the speakerphone. Uh, we it's a couple of places, a couple of sites that you know do live call-ins, but for now, I think we're gonna we're gonna stick to um, SoundCloud and um, iTunes as far as just posting after the fact. Um, but we would definitely want to do some uh, call-ins and some people that we you know if you email us and want to call us, I think that'd be cool. Um, our messages to be on 
we, we're working on it, but we're not going to do it too soon, though. But it's definitely in the works. So um, look out for that. So so that's that. Uh, do you want to go to questions? Or do you want to go a couple of topics? What you want to do? Um, we can talk about the... Um, what was the other thing? Uh, a couple of things, actually. This is Mike, by the way, since, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Since y'all can't tell us apart, um, <laughs> what was the other thing? Uh, we have a few. Oh, things. the um, the kid that shot shot the people. All right, so that, yeah. awesome, that awesome slash scary video. So you have a guy in uh, somewhere in Cali who ran up and shot like killed six seven people. He ended up injuring six seven people. End up dying at the end. And they don't know if it was a self-inflicted wound or, you know, he got shot by the police. But TMZ has this video of the guy. And we listened to it earlier. We won't post the video because, I don't know, we're just not. But (laughs) the guy sounded so defeated when it came into the whole women department. Like, he was pissed the fuck off. But he it, it, it came off as if he was like... I mean, he was. Def- I don't know how. How would you describe his feeling? You know, like like butt hurt. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, and, and then the fucked up part about it is he died a virgin. Damn, I didn't even think of that. Shit. Like he never got. He got. He never got any wet, wet, no gushy. <laughs> any wet, wet. No, no, nothing. He just died straight. He never. He, he never. He, he never, said he never kissed a girl. He never inserted. Anything, yeah, any, he never inserted anything into anything—a tongue like, to a mouth. Like, nothing. like, like, literally, his only, <clears throat> his only experience. His masturbation stats got to be phenomenal. Well, right? I was like, just gonna say. Well, <laughs> I, well, well, not even that. I was thinking that you know, his, his, average twenty his, beats a his, game. His, you know, you ever, you ever hear those you know jokes where they say you know you the only time you you know you experience any kind of woman's when you came out of your mom, but that's literally all he's had. There's a plane coming across us right now. I'm curious to see how planes happen. We're kind of yeah, we're kind of in the city path. In the airport. So yeah, but it uh, happens, and we we don't feel like going inside. It's nice outside. No, nope. so. we've recorded all all of ours been outside. Well, the second one we was kind of halfway in the garage, halfway outside, but most part outside. But yeah, so he, he had this video, and he's like condemning all these women. For not talking to him and then getting mad at dudes who were, I guess he's mad at dudes that got pussy, and then, you know, pissed that he wasn't able to get it. Uh, yeah, you you gotta listen to the video. Um, it's on YouTube, and then he starts I doing saw it on TMZ. I'm sorry, yeah. TMZ, and then he started doing these sinister laughs and stuff. Like it doesn't sound real. It really sounds like he was like you know he's like auditioning for a play or a movie. It sounded like a monologue. Like, it, it sounded very manufactured. Like, if you didn't know that this dude killed people yesterday or today, I don't know. If you didn't know that he killed these people, you would think it was, like, an act or something like that. He like, was, like he was I, la- I, I was laughing through it, and I was, and then I had to stop like, damn. Like, damn, he, he really just followed through. He followed day. through and, like, you know, like, these bitches, they don't want to give me no, no ass. I'm shooting all <laughs> these hoes. Like, and then he's like, all you guys who have had sex, I hate you. 
<laughs> like, yeah, and he was, yeah, it's like he was really pissed at all the yeah. Y'all gotta watch that video on TMZ. He was, he was crazy. He was twenty two and never experienced anything. Poor dude. Yeah, and now but he's dead. So I kind of wish he. Got, I, I really would have kind of wish he lived just because I could, you know, they could do more interviews on him and kind of see where he was at because they say. I, I can't recall who they said. Someone they reported that you know he had you know tendencies to do some shit like that. And when the police interviewed him, you know he sounded you know yeah, sane yeah. and you know stand up you know citizen. And yeah, they said that he got reported for posting YouTube videos about like suicide and other shit like that. So he got reported. The police came and interviewed him, and the police were like, "Oh, he sounds like a great kid." And then he posted this video saying, like, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to kill all these bitches who ain't give me no pussy. And and, <laughs> and he followed through. Like, it's, the article I read, I don't know much about the story because I saw, I've been getting CNN uh, notifications pushed to my phone. But apparently this guy killed six people yesterday. I think it was yesterday. At, uh, what was it, UCSB, which it did, the article I read didn't state what that acronym stands for, but I'm assuming it's... University of California, Santa Barbara, something like that. And uh, he killed these people and either shot himself or was shot by the police. But he did it basically because he wasn't getting no ass. And to me, that that is like the ultimate claim to the fact that you have so many comedians that say that women have so much power over over everything because of sex and over you know what they had to provide over pussy pussy rule the world and they just said like you know comedians make jokes about that all the time but that's a statement to that fact like it, this guy said I ain't got no pussy you girls have all been shutting me down I'm I feel like I deserve sex I haven't got it and I want it since you ain't gonna give it to me I'm gonna kill y'all I'm gonna kill the dudes who's getting it and it sounds funny but like he followed through. Like, he was really sick about that shit. And he killed people over not getting laid. I'm, That's crazy to me. I'm reading a quote. It says, uh, I've been alone for a very long time. I've been attending college in Santa Barbara for two and a half years now. And in those two and a half years, I've experienced nothing but loneliness and misery. Damn. Like, yeah. His name That's is... That's like everybody. Like, not everybody, but like the vast majority of people of people who go to college, you know, you hear about frat people fucking everybody, but like, you know, for the most part, you know, guys don't get pussy like that. Like, this guy killed people over some shit that probably like 80% of the male population goes through. Yeah. His name is, uh, Elliot Roger. He's a 22. Um, Oh, he's the son of one of the, uh, I think it said one of the production people on the first Hunger Games movie. Yeah, just crazy, man. I I, I just I, I I didn't know much about the story until we started, you know, researching it for the podcast. But and I definitely didn't hear that fucking video. But shit, to hear that shit, man, like you know, I mean, he had this self, this thing of entitlement almost. Like he just felt that you know, I'm a male, I should be able to get some, you know, period. <laughs> you know, like you know. I just want to, and then from the pictures, he's not a bad looking guy, you know. He's not. Like, you he's would a, think he's that, you know. Yeah, you, you would think college? that he would, you know, he would. It's college. How did you, how you don't get laid in college? I don't know, man. Like, I I, I don't know. And like I said, he's not like a bad looking dude. It's you lighter. would think he would have got some. What was that? Lighter. Yeah, you would think he would have got some, but. Yeah. I don't know. 
But, you know, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, you got six, seven people that was killed. So, you know, I don't really definitely don't want to make light of that situation. But at the same nah. time, this motherfucker is crazy. And if you watch the video the video, of him, is, the video it just is doesn't like, seem real. It's funny if, like, the video is funny if, you, if nothing happened. But, like, no, knowing that he actually followed through the next day, the video is kind of... It's kind of scary in that sense because it sounds like a, it sounds like a monologue or like an audition for a play. It sounds very manufactured and like he wrote it, rehearsed it a few times, and then recorded the video. Added, you know, he had his little maniacal laughter and all that shit. And it's the video itself seems ridiculous, what? but to know that he actually followed through, it's crazy. And then I'm reading too this article that uh, he did a. Uh... He had a blog as well as a uh, 141 page manifesto. He nigga wrote 140 pages about not getting pussy. Well, Fuck, he, they say they say telling about his lonely life. So damn, but yeah, that nigga was sick. 140 yeah. pages about how much you hate not getting laid. It it's like he didn't even get no sympathy ass. Like no one just gave him that. And but then you gotta wonder, like I don't know his personality. Maybe I don't know. How would you feel if you were like one of the girls that he like hollered at, <laughs> like you, or like he tried to fuck and you shut him down and then find out that he killed people after the fact? You kind of just lucky yeah. your ass alive. If you could actually had that conversation now, you 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 lived, and now you wonder <laughs> yeah. like, damn, I'm just glad I wasn't at that frat house or whatever the sorority place that you know he tried to shoot up or whatever. Fucked up, man. A lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people were injured. Real crazy. I mean, shit like that, man. You kind of just wish people just shoot themselves first before they start trying to kill all these other people and shit. But, man. yeah, that's fucked up. Um, but, yeah, if you get a chance, look at TMZ. Um, and uh, you can kind of see the video of this crazy-ass fucker. So, um, so we had a... Uh, we sent out a couple of messages asking about, you know, people sending in questions... You know, to ask us, because, I mean, we could just talk about ourselves. We, we're, we're, we're not that self-absorbed, but we could sit here and just, I you am. know, but Mike might be, uh, talk about ourselves and um, so forth. But we had asked people to send us questions that you may want us to answer. And so we have a few questions that we did get, so we want to try to go over those in our time and try to answer them as much as possible, depending on what I mean with the questions, of course. How but, much time are we... How much time have we been going so far? Oh, 34 minutes, so... Okay, yeah, we Ain't good. too bad. So, um... I'm just gonna... Uh, I guess read... Wait, what, what just happened? Okay, nothing. Questions. Uh, no, I, I thought it was, but it was just like... We still get spam to the to the email account, so... Already? Happens. Yeah. Damn. I'm on it pretty tough. So I just don't check the email. So I rely. I rely. I, I, I can just toggle between my personal account now. I rely. So, well, simple. I I have two two uh, emails coming to my phone. So once you said that you was looking at it, I just figured I just rely on you to check it. So all right. So the first question is: Is Otis ever getting back his Detroit O Twitter handle? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is Otis talking now. This is Otis talking. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I, I got bored with the name, um, and I got bored with underscores and shit like that. So I changed. Uh, it was a I forget what happened on Twitter, 
But somehow I got blamed for something, so I changed my name to Blame Otis. But then after that, you had something in between. It was like, it was Otis. It was no, underscore. Yeah, underscore, it was underscore, underscore, Otis, underscore, Otis, underscore, Otis, underscore, underscore, space, underscore, people, underscore. Otis, but people underscore. kept like complaining for underscore, like they had to to buy underscores on their keyboard. <laughs> but you got like four shit. underscores in that name. No. It was two underscore underscores, whatever. I couldn't. The, the person, <laughs> the person that had Otis, you know, they didn't even tweet. It was kind of bullshit. I just, I just. I like it simple. I really just be Otis, just O T I S. But I didn't want no extra uh, numbers and all that shit. So you know, Twitter is shitty with handling accounts that aren't used. Like my if my Twitter handle has an underscore in it, and like the the version of my Twitter handle without the underscore has like no tweets, four followers, and has been inactive for years. And Twitter still has it. I wish they would either. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not active within a month, they should be able to just shut your shit down. I would love to just get Otis. That would be so That'd dope. That would be dope, yeah. But I think the person that has Otis, not, his name not even Otis. But whatever. Yeah, a nigga named Brandon has yeah, the Otis like, score. It's like Christopher and shit got an <laughs> Otis score. So, but would I, would I ever use Detroit O? Probably not. Oh, shit, then I can just keep it then. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, I, I, and it's funny because when I knew you did that shit, because I was trying to think of people who would have done it, I was like, it's probably Mike ass. Uh, Mike made a uh, evil Detroit O uh, Twitter page and was like taunting me for a couple it's the, of days. It's the regular Detroit O, and I made an evil Otis, and I just like tweeted all kinds of like fuck shit from it. But but so when I, it comes right down to it, he can get it back if he wants it. All I gotta do is let it go, and then I think there's like a thing where it's like a thirty day waiting period where um, once I once I put in to delete it. There's like a 30 day waiting period, and then it becomes available. So actually, no. Actually, if you just you can have it back if you want. Actually, if you could just change the name to something else, it comes available immediately. Hmm. So well, to answer the question, he can have it back if he wants it. Yeah, I could have it back <laughs> if I want it, but I want it. Eh, I think Blame Otis is uh pretty cool, so I'm gonna keep that for a while. But uh, we'll see if if our if our podcast becomes super uh, popular. And people start knowing about it. I say fuck it. But for now, blame motors is cool. Uh, so yeah, so that's probably the answer to that question. What's the next one? Uh, the next one is kind of complicated. Uh, it says if there was a if there was a political office created based off what you do best, what would it be? And if you had to campaign for it, what would your platform be? Well, Mike, you can go ahead and start <laughs> that one. Um, let's see. Well, what I do best. Um, what I do best is um, drink and insult people. So I don't really think there would be a political office for that. Um, of course it could be. I mean, there could be, but who's going to run off that? Like, if you were a legit politician, who's going to run off the, like, fuck you platform like it's not really anybody's gonna run off the like i guess if if you could put it into a i guess if you could actually put it into a political platform it would be kind of like the real talk quote unquote uh platform to to be blatantly honest because i don't believe in like i don't believe in euphemisms i don't believe in uh gentle talk i just believe in just being whatever so being whoever you are 
So if I was to run for office, my platform would probably be like, I'm going to say what I really feel. It's going to be unapologetic. I'm just to be honest. Um, so that would be my platform. Uh, and that is kind of what I do best is just speaking from the heart, being honest about how I feel, and not really having like, you know how people have this thing where like, they they might feel a way, but they don't want to say it because they feel like people might judge them for it, or people who don't agree might, you know, like them less. And I don't really care about that shit. So if I was to run for a political office, my platform would be saying the real shit, saying really how I feel, really what I think needs to be done. The real shit. Yeah, and just just being upfront. Uh, that's how I would be if I ran for office. Uh, this is Otis. Uh, <laughs> if, this is if, Otis. if I had a topic that I really wanted to push, it, it was just me. Um, damn. Although I've thought about this question for a little while. Uh, <laughs> a little while being about little 15, while. 40 yeah, seconds. About a, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think it was if I had to go something serious. I would probably do uh, something on the on the lines of like volunteerism of things. What? Uh, volunteer. Oh, okay. Like volunteer. Uh, oh, okay. I, uh, I think there's always a, a avenue for people to volunteer do different stuff. I think I would do that, but really, I would just really want people to uh, experience beer more. <laughs> um, that would be a good platform to run on. Yeah, I think drink more beer. I, I think more beer. Um, I think. Uh, Drink more craft beer. Uh, experience Michigan and all it has to offer. Uh, and I would, you know, uh, encourage uh, beer parties. You know, can you people. expound on what beer parties entail? Uh, okay, this the beer. This would be a beer party. You come to a gathering, you bring a six pack, you share. That's a six it. pack and you share. Yeah, bring it a better six. be like two people at this party if I'm sharing a six pack. Well, no, no, no. You, you're sharing with a bunch of people. Say, who do they all bring six packs? Everybody brings six. Okay, packs. everybody brings six. Packs. Now we're talking. Everybody brings six packs and we all share. I think that would be the the beer party. I want I want to have the biggest fucking beer summit ever. Everybody bring a six pack. Throw it on ice. Have music playing. Have food going. I could see you being president off that platform. Hell, fuck yeah! <laughs> I, could, I, 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 yeah, I, I work that shit. So, beer summit. You know, I, we, Detroit need to do a beer summit, and that would be we can get to Bell Isle or some shit. Or, I don't see any reason why we can't actually, actually organize that. I think we could. I, I think that that's very good. plausible. Um, we probably can do Bell Isle because they have a. You're popular enough to to get people coming. Man, to whatever. I. <laughs> well, you know, in the past, you know, we we've, we've had you know gatherings and so forth. I I, I could organize it, but I would we couldn't go to Bell Isle. I I definitely would like to do outside, um, but couldn't do Bell Isle because of drinking uh, restrictions. So we had to do some some hood shit. Maybe meet up at a Bell Isle ain't what it used to be. It ain't what it used to be, but I'm I'm. I'm glad that it's cleaning up. So, to, I mean, there's so many other Michigan State parks that are so cool, and it's not like littered with trash and bullshit. So, yeah. I'm not too. I'm not against. Excuse me. Um, all of the, the the restrictions they're doing now, I think it. You know, yeah. I 
honestly, you know, Detroit couldn't keep up with it. The city council and all their people—they just weren't doing it right. So that's a whole other topic too. But I think uh, I think it's be good, man. I, I, I there's a bunch of other state parks I've been to. I like going to uh, one called Mayberry State Park where they got a lot of bike trails and stuff. Where's that? At? That's like not that our listeners care. If you took oh shit, if you took eight mile to like where it turns to like uh where Grand River turns into the freeway going back uh west and then that it turns to M M five and you take that to Beck Road. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go down, um they have a nice state park and they have a nice uh they have nice bike trails stuff there. Hmm. So I think that'd be cool. So bike would be wasted on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But exactly. we'll, save that for another, we'll save it for another time. Yeah, yeah. Let's I won't, e- about, I won't even go into it. Let's not talk about that. I won't even go into it. Yeah, so. Let's leave that alone. Um, so, yeah. So, that's it. Well, did we have another question? Uh, yeah, we have several more. Um, the next one is Would you rather have the vacant lot next to your house become a youth recreational center or a cemetery? I. I don't know if this is an option for that question, but I won't. I don't want either of them fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> one, <laughs> why not? One, I don't want the vacant lot next to me to be a cemetery just because it's just creepy. Yeah, that's obvious. But to, why would you not want a youth recreational center? I'm I don't want all them people that. around me. If I live somewhere, I don't want to be bombarded with extra people around. You got? Tra- I mean, I, I'm pro rec centers. You know, people gather, do what they want to do. But I don't want it right next door to me though. Fuck that. <laughs> all right. I I would rather just be empty. They just keep, they just lay some side, tear down the crib. If it's empty, do whatever, clean it up, and just have it empty. Or, I would, you know, and they've done this, they've done this in Detroit. They've given people options to, uh, if people live next door to empty prom properties, to just uh, buy it. They did this thing a couple of years ago. I think it was, I want to say, it was like $200, $250. You could just buy the property and then you just extend your gate line and have it as your property and stuff. I would, that's what I would do. If I had, if the house next, if, if the so property. So your option is not make it a youth recreational center, not make it a cemetery, make it your big ass backyard. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I will, I will extend my garage over. If this is the house I really want to be in, because I, I mean, I think at some point, I don't really want neighbors this close like <laughs> neighbor, neighbors next door to me neighbors is like the neighbor the neighbors next door is That's like neighbor is. 12 feet away i don't want neighbors i want i want property so you know if i could if if somehow some way and some strange thing happened where the neighbors on both sides of me just you know they left the house became you know left and blah 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 i was like extend the property gate it off but you know, I love youth centers. I think they're good. I, you know, I think in certain areas it'd be good. But nah, fuck that. My answer is simple. I'd rather have a youth center than a cemetery. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't. You don't. I guess you don't have to respond. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Youth center. youth center is better than dead folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next question is: um, if you could be granted the answer to any three questions, what would you ask? My first question, this is Otis. My first question would be, <laughs> why do I need ID to get ID? <laughs> what? Okay, so that comes from a, 
a comments album like Water for Chocolate and the song The Questions. And you know, uh, one of the questions why I need ID to get ID. If I had ID, I wouldn't need ID. Right. Uh, that'd be one of my questions. Uh, would you got a you got a question that you would? Let's see. Any three questions? Hmm. I'd probably ask. Hmm. Why? Why do stupid people have to live? <laughs> like why? Why do they have to be here? Like, what purpose do they serve other than letting you know that you're not stupid? I, I don't know. I, I just don't like stupid people. So that'd probably be one of my questions. I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it seems, I don't know, it seems kind of, I don't want to say dumb, but, I mean, it, it seems kind of weird, but I don't know. I don't I don't really understand their purpose other than, like, giving you a frame of reference to what you don't want to be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Stupid people fuck with me. Um... I said three questions. I got, I got, I got one more. I've always wondered this forever and a day, and it and it came up recently. I saw online, and I still wonder it. And and it is it's probably one of the the greatest questions I've ever had, and shit. it's like it's not going to change. Oh, you about to build, you about to build some shit up. This question better be epic. Yeah, it's a uh, it's simple. Hot dogs come in packs of eight. And buns come back to six. <laughs> Why the fuck does that still happen? So now you got to figure out the math to see how many hot dogs can you buy to buy enough buns where you end up even. <laughs> so you buy six packs of hot dogs and you buy eight packs and eight packs of buns <laughs> to be even. Or else you're going to have a shortage or of something. <laughs> That's stupid. Why? Why can't they figure out the the combination? Look, hot dogs come in packs of eights. They always been in eights. Buns in packs of six. Why do y'all either take two away, add two? Somebody figure that fucking shit out. That's that one of my greatest questions I've had for years. That's a and good fucking question. I'm like, Dude, that's a That that needs to be answered. Eckridge Farm, Johnsonville, ballpark, Harper, ballpark, and random bun maker. Fix that Random shit. Bun maker. <laughs> Fix that shit, man. That's bullshit. That's a good question. Shit, but I'm like, I had another question. I forgot it because that <laughs> question was so good. <laughs> like I'm baffled. Like I don't even know what else to ask. Like what? But that's cool. Three. Cool. I feel like I mean I want I, I I don't think I can come up with three questions, but I feel like I can come up with at least another one. But I and I had one, but I can forgot it now because oh. the hot dog question. That's a good one. Do you um, have a. You had any more questions? Yeah, there's this more, but I'm I'm kind of stuck on the. I want I had another, I had another question. Now I can't remember because of the hot dog shit. But I'll go back. I'll I'll keep going, and then if I remember my other question, I'll come back to it. Um. This one is um. You have the ability to resurrect one person. Who is it? Wow. Uh. I think I think Biggie might be one. Biggie? Really? Why? I don't know. I think he had more of a story to tell. I want to hit a sidebar kind of on Biggie. Okay. Like, I thought Biggie was dope. 
obviously. I mean, he was dope. He was a, he was a dope rapper. But we're talking about a dude who put out uh, two albums before he died. And technically, didn't Life After Death come out after he died? I mean, it was fully recorded. But I think it came out after he died. But we'll say, I think he recorded it. So we'll count Life After Death as two. So we're talking about two albums, right? How is he, like... How is he the greatest? Exactly. Like, because I, I don't, I don't I fight quite that. get it. I, like, I, I thought I, he was dope. I don't... He had two dope albums. I, but, like... I fight I, that. I fight that all the time. It's the and... concept of, like, once somebody dies, you feel obligated to, to praise them as, like, the greatest who ever did it. And I'm like, Biggie had so... Such a small amount of material relative to most artists before he died. So I'm like, how can I sit here and say... Biggie's the best rapper who did whatever. I'm, I'm certainly not going to say he's the best rapper of all time. If I said B- B- Biggie's the best whatever, like, how can I really say that for Biggie. a dude who put out two albums before he died when there's a ton of people who put out way more material well, than that? Well, and this is an unpopular opinion, and I and I always see it online on different net, well, social networks, uh, but... Damn, I don't know. I'm going to be hated, but Biggie wasn't even bigger than Tubac to me. Um, I mean, I'm this person that's sitting here saying, like, I don't get how he's I, he wasn't. He wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't better than Tupac to me. I, I, I like them both, but I don't see how you could, you know, I don't think, you know, obviously, you, you but, know. Wait, you, if you don't think he was better than Tupac, then why did you say that you would resurrect him as opposed to Tupac? I just think he had a lot more to say. I think oh, Tupac. I don't agree with that at all. I think, huh? I don't agree with that at all. I think he could have. I think he could have had a lot more to say. I mean, he just. I mean, he's one of the random people I thought about. Me, me having him resurrected doesn't. I, doesn't put him better than anybody or lesser than anybody. I just think he could have had a lot more to say. But at the same token, I don't think that he was this. I don't. You know, obviously, like I say, quantity over quality over quantity. But I don't think the music that he he put out made him so much better than all these other people. He had dope music. I love. He had you know, two. He had two great albums, but yeah, that's two. It's two, and that and that was it. You know. So and then you know you know have after music or what do you call it? Posthumous, yeah. Posthumous music and whatever. I I just didn't think. I think you know people. If he didn't die at that point, he wouldn't have been the greatest. It would have been what he's going to put out next yeah. to make you know these last albums. You know, yeah. you know. So I don't know. I, I, I've I, I brought him up just for the sake of. I just thought he would have had more to say. But as far as the greatest shit, nah. I I, I dug him. I, I thought he was a good artist, but like he had two fucking albums. Yeah, I, I just can't. I don't, no. I don't understand the obsession. I think it, it plays into a lot of the idea of like wanting to build up somebody who's died, and I get it, but I, I don't. I don't really subscribe to that idea. And if, if I wouldn't bring back Tupac either, because I'm. But and I think Tupac had way more to contribute than than Biggie did, because I've watched documentaries about Tupac, and this was a dude who he thought on a level that is is it's not. People don't really think this way. He he has some very insightful. I watched I watched a lot of interviews that Tupac did, and I think that Tupac, if both would have stayed alive, I I'm I'm I would 
I would bet all of the the do rags and all and of the uh, all, the, all of the do rags in Obama's nightstand that Tupac because <laughs> he got a gang of them. Tupac would have been had a, a a greater influence on people than uh, than Biggie. Biggie, Absolutely. Biggie wasn't Biggie, Biggie wasn't deep. Biggie didn't talk about a lot of stuff that was out of the ordinary. I, think I mean, if you compare to music, maybe Biggie's music might have had like a little bit more of an influence on people. But like with Tupac, with his interviews and like all the stuff that he said and all his thoughts about trying to have more of an impact on the community. I think if Tupac had lived, and, and that was based on it'd his, be a lot more. Impressive. And that was based on his his family having like you know uh, Black Panther ties and all that right. stuff. You know, which made, I mean, shit. And then, and I always tell, I always mention this to people. Biggie has some of the most craziest references that would have never flew if he was later on in life or something. Like he had the line where he, uh, oh, was it me and my bitch? And he said, I wasn't me and my bitch. I can't think. Of, I think it was me and my bitch. Where he says, uh, "Some of the girl looks so good, I suck in your daddy's dick." Like, <laughs> who the fuck? I ain't met a woman to this day that I would say, "Damn, you look so good." You know what? I suck your daddy's dick. What does no. that do? Like, what, what? What does that prove? Like, no. Is are you gonna? Like, that's just saying. I, I guess I, I get. I like, get your point of saying. You know, she's fine. You know, I get exactly, it. But, but, but if he's it, like, you know, if you got to the door, he'd be like. Yeah, I just hey, how you doing? My name is my name is you know Biggie. I wanna I wanna fuck with you. You like you know hey, well look, if you wanna mess with me, you gotta you know suck my dad's dick. I'd be like, <laughs> you know what? Bye. It's been cool. It's been bye, real. I, I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Bye. I, I, you know, I, it's other people out here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm knocking shit over with yeah. my lighter. Yeah, right there. Okay. Or there. So it, you know, I I couldn't. You need to hit you know, crack. Yeah, the crack. That's your, is that your second one? Third yeah, one? It's my second one. Oh, okay. I might actually end up hitting the third one. Yeah, I, I think I like this other one this, that I didn't. This one is this Java, Jewel State, Java uh, cigar. This shit. The latte. You had a latte, right? No, I just got the regular. That's a lot. Java. It's a latte flavor, though. It did? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, well, it I, might be. Like, it it might is. Be, it is a latte. But it's great. Um, I'm going back to this because I cut it. And I finished off this little bit of it because it's just awesome. But, uh,. So yeah, that's 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 my thing on Biggie. I don't know. I'm gonna get a bunch of people that don't like my opinion, but fuck it. Uh, that's it's, that's why you have opinions. Yeah. Uh, side if your opinion matters. You have your own fucking podcast. Yeah. Side <laughs> sidebar from you be on iTunes, bitch. <laughs> sidebar from uh, you be it, that's your end story. You be on sidebar. Sidebar <laughs> iTunes, bitch. If you was a uh, you know, if you matter, if your if, opinion, if, you, if your opinion really mattered. Uh, story you telling me earlier uh, about the whole Charlie Sheen thing. So Charlie Sheen apparently saw Rihanna at a restaurant, and he sent a message or something to to her wherever she was at. To, yeah, like send it to her table. It was like, like hey, wanna... my girl want to meet you. Blah blah blah. And what she say? She sent it back saying what? It was basically like. Uh, it's kind of to the vein of like I'm busy and this ain't the right time and highlight me later type shit. So it was kind of kind of brush kind of a brush off. And so Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen got pissed. Started ranting on Twitter. Like 
she needs to know how to be a celebrity, fuck that bitch type shit. He, he didn't actually say that, but that's kind of how I was interpreting it. No, I'm going I'm to try to pull up, like, what what was that? I'm going to try to pull up what he said to try to, to try to get a better idea. But he he went in on, he went on her <coughs> for a smooth several tweets. Did she ever reply to any of them? I don't think she replied directly to him. But I think she, like, kind of, Rihanna's so smooth with Twitter, like. Dude, she's one of the dopest on Twitter. She's, she's great. And Instagram, she's great. Um, but yeah, she basically—I don't think she actually said anything directly to him, but just kind of like, mm, yeah, whatever. Um, but let me see if I can pull this up. Um, let me see. I, I think I got it. Um, uh, Part like. Okay. Did, uh, she, did she tell him bye, Felicia? <laughs> I don't think he's up on it like that. Uh, it says, the article I'm reading says, Sheen wrote, Nice impression you left behind, be day or not. Sorry we're not cool enough to warn a blessing from the princess, or in this case, the village idiot. Damn, he really <laughs> went off on her. Halloween isn't for a while, but good on you for testing out your costume in public. It's close. A more muted pink might be the answer, as in none. So I guess he was trying to give her fashion advice or some shit. And I, I don't know, he went, he went on a whole little rant. But he was sick about Rihanna basically saying, like, yeah, I'm not going to take a picture with you or whatever, meet with you, talk, whatever. It, it just reminded me of when, you know, he you know, he quit the uh, two men and a baby show. And then <laughs> two and a half men. Two and a half. I don't know why I say two men and a baby. <laughs> two men and a baby. <laughs> two men and a baby, some shit like that. Uh, and then he started doing, like, shows based off the popularity of that whole thing. And... You know he had. I remember. I remember. I remember it so like crazy because he was. You know he kind of coined this whole uh, phrase winning. Yeah. And you know started doing shows. And he, I remember he he came here to the to the Fox Fox Theater, and then everybody didn't like him. Um, hour two, hour two. Um, so. I just I didn't think honestly he would be able to be on stage and actually entertain people <laughs> like that. Like you know he I mean his movies was cool his TV show was cool but to be actually be on stage I didn't I didn't think he had it in him. Yeah, I I, I heard I wanted to go because at the time he was saying such crazy shit I was like that'd be a good show to go to I get, I didn't make it but uh, I was into the Charlie Sheen shit at the time. I thought he was entertaining. But, I mean... <laughs> you gotta be careful with what you say about Rihanna. Because, one, she has her whole crew of fans, the Navy or whatever. They'll go in on you. But Rihanna herself will go in on you. Like, Rihanna will go in on you on Instagram. She'll go in on you on Twitter. Like, Rihanna don't give a fuck. And I like that about her, honestly. Between her and, like, uh, Beyonce stands, her fans yeah, and Beyonce sure. stands... Man, they are nuts. Beyonce stands on good fuck. So, um, we got another question. Well, it's not a question, it's more of a statement. It says, uh, hey, my cousin tried to listen, but he's not really a talk radio person. So he said it needs to be broken up with some music. So I just had the idea to find some songs pertaining to your topics of the day to break the monotony of just talking for an hour. 
Um, my answer to that one would be, it's not a fucking music show. <laughs> I mean, I, I you know I think you know you you don't want to push people away from listening to you, no. but it's a podcast. Right. I mean, it's just not a music show. Uh, I don't see us. I don't see playing music being anything that's going to gain. I mean, I think people like the fact of, you know, the whole concept of a podcast, guys coming on, you know, talking about topics, sharing their experiences, their feelings and stuff and like that. But I don't see what, what music would do with it, though. It's just, I'm like, we we might not be his audience. That's pretty much what I thought. Like, if you, if you can't deal with somebody talking for an hour and a half, you don't need to really be fucking with podcasts. I don't really want to shun anybody, but when it comes right down to it, if if several people hit us up, like, this is a flaw of the podcast, and we're like, okay, well, we need to work on this and change that. But if a single solitary person says, hey, you need to be playing some Lil John, I'd be like, yeah, it's not going to happen. So I'm not... In the future, I don't see us adding music in the sense of like, hey, we're going to take a five-minute break and we're going to play Rihanna's song. And when we come back, we're going to talk about blah, 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 whatever. So, I mean... It's not going to happen. It's not really your... your, your, It's not really our market, people who want to hear songs. You know, it's not like a radio station, so to speak. It's just, you know, it's just us talking shit. And if you don't really want to hear us talking shit, then... You may not. You don't. Yeah, you just don't. So, that that was Mike, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, I I hope that you know I hope that we can actually you know uh, have people listen enough where they actually can tell our voices. So I don't want to make that a big deal. I don't uh, think we sound the same, but me neither. There's but, a podcast that I listen to, and the two girls sound the same. But I don't you, really want to. Have you ever told? Can you tell them apart? No. And I've listened to literally probably about twenty episodes, oh, and I know. It's two different girls. I know that they have two different names, but I can't tell. Like, they have their own background stories and who they are. I don't know which story applies to who. I don't, I don't know. I do want to talk about that podcast in the future, but right now, I would hate to, like, talk about that podcast and then miraculously somehow our shit gets retweeted and a whole bunch of people start following it and I'm, like, dogging out this podcast. But in reality, I mean, I would... You know, I wouldn't mind working with these people, but That'd be I don't want to say them. And that actually be kind of dope to be able to uh, be on a podcast based on our podcast shit. Yeah, I, I would like to get interviewed by somebody or have people on. Well, we are going to have people on eventually, but we just want to build a, a, a base for ourselves and what to expect. I think that. Could, I mean, we're on our third one. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to set no timetable for it, but. I definitely think we know get established and see what happens. So, so yeah. uh, how much time we got left? What time? What time are we at? Uh, we about an hour and five minutes. So. Hour and five. Okay, so <sighs> shit. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about this thing I didn't want to talk about, <laughs> and I don't know. I'm gonna try to word it impromptu and just see if I can make it as uh, uh, soft as possible, but. I just got something that's been on my head that I just kind of want to talk about. And um, this has been bothering, not bothering me, but it's just something I've noticed that I kind of want to speak on. And um, it's what I like to call, fuck, I don't know if I'm saying It's what I like to call, like, white privilege. 
And it's the idea of, like, the sense of entitlement that I've noticed um, in the workplace lately. I've noticed that... Uh, well, I actually, let me just tell this uh, specific story. I noticed the other day a guy who, in the office, he had uh, toys and shit at his desk. Not toys like fucking like Thundercats and shit like that. But he had like, you know, st- you know, stuff that it pertained to what we were doing at work at the time. Like, you know, a little side shit for uh, for uh, our team to get along and just have fun and shit like that. He had some toys on his desk and uh, an intern walked up and he looked at it. He held it up. He looked at it. You know, thought about it for a minute and he just walked the fuck off. And a dude who, who the shit belonged to, he just looked like, did this dude just like take my shit and walk off and he didn't say shit and ask me if he could have it nothing like that he just took the shit and walked off and I, I took I, I wear headphones at work because I mostly listen to like podcasts and music and shit like that and I was like did he just like come and take your shit and walk off he's like yeah and I'm like who who does that like how were you raised that you you just walk up to somebody's desk and just not well. It wasn't this person's desk. It was the desk next to his, but he had his shit on it. But it wasn't his. Basically. It wasn't yeah. It didn't belong to him. So and he he's, walked he, up. And he's new it. enough where he can't be just walking up people random desks. Yeah, and nobody takes it. Do that. And this dude is new. Like he's new as in like last week new. So he hasn't established any kind of like reputation or any kind of like clout. And he just took the shit and walked off. And I thought like, who does that? Like, why do you feel entitled to being being able to do that? And it made me think to last summer, uh, there were instances where I felt that um, interns at my job had this sense of entitlement where they felt, like when I started my job, I wanted to be on my P's and Q's. I wanted to make sure that I was good at everything I was doing. I wanted to make sure I gave nobody an excuse to think like Mike's fucking up. Nothing like that. I'm gonna make sure I was good and I did everything right. And I was really scared because I, I mean, when you you don't want to get fired, you know? Right, right. And I was a temp at the time, so you know, if you a temp, they can just fire you because you know you, you didn't put on some fucking deodorant. I mean, Michigan is an at will state, so you know you just let people go because you want to let people go. So. Yeah. So I, I didn't want that to happen to me. So I made sure that I was on my game. And these interns came in, and man, they just like they just walked around. They fucked with each other, they talked, they goofed off, they complained about the job, they got taken to, like, baseball games, and they got treated nicely, and they just walked around with this sense of entitlement. I, I don't quite get the the difference in the train of thought between myself and them, because my thought was, like, I want to make sure I do everything right so I don't get fired, and their thought was, like, who cares, I'm here, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, and it doesn't matter if I get fired, because, I, mean, I don't know. I'm going to go to fucking back on my dad's yacht and I'll be straight. And I'm not saying that they had yachts or anything like that, but that's how they behaved. And like, I don't get, oh, I mean, I get it, but I don't approve of this idea of being able to do whatever you want freely with no sense of repercussions and, and just being able to live your life carefree in a workplace where you knew knowing that you're not going to really get fired or reprimanded in any, in any kind of way. Do you and think... I, I just, I, it, it came off as like, 
they felt that they were too good for the job and they were just there to do everybody a favor and they could just do what they want without feeling like they could get fired. And I, do you think that's an atmosphere in like the normal white collar situation? I think that I think that black people when they enter into a a, a white collar situation, they know that they're fortunate. They know that they kind of lucked out, so they want to make sure that they stay in good graces. And then like you put like a 20-year-old white college student into the same environment, and they think like, "Well, hey, I'm here. I'm here because I'm supposed to be uh if I you know, if if I goof off a little bit, nothing's going to happen to me, or if it is, if I were to get fired, who cares? I can I'll be straight regardless." It it just seems so arrogant and entitled, and I've noticed it consistently. And I, I don't. It doesn't sit well with me. I don't. I don't understand. Well, I understand it, but I don't care for it. Yeah, I I, I dealt with that a few years. I dealt with that some years ago. I was at a a, a place where it was a uh, I, I I had a warehouse job, shipping receiving job. I have like four warehouse jobs. And they had a opportunity where you can train up and be a salesperson. So I uh, I applied, and I applied like four times. And every time I applied, I got beat out by um, a different person there, and it just happened to be a white person there. Every time I got beat out, so I asked them. I was like. What do I need to do to get, you know, to do better? Because obviously I'm not what you feel is, you know, needed. Now, this is at like the fourth year, fourth, fifth year I've been working there. And so they were like, you know, they they were kind of really PC about it. And like, you know, just, you know, study up on, you know, uh, products and blah, blah, blah. So then they sent me to a product school out of state so I went to there and you know did what I had to do come back I was still getting beat out of stuff and then I just said you know fuck it I'm not working I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push for this position where I know I'm gonna get beat because the problem was I kept getting beat out by people that's been there longer than me and it just don't happen they were white but it was the atmosphere was so crazy the, the sales it was only two black sales people out of like 70 people there and every time I apply I got beat out by somebody else there so at that point I was like y'all just and it's like you know I was diligent with everything I I, I worked you know I, I I took the classes they wanted me to take I went out of town for them and it just wasn't there you know and I think a lot of people don't understand that there is there's racism in the workforce but you know, a lot of people want to just put it aside and just say maybe it was some other issue or whatever. No, it's just fuck, man. It's just a lot of, a lot of places just fucking races like that. And I think it's like it's not even so much like I mean it is. I don't. I hate playing a race car, but I feel like I do too. I I really I I held back so much from playing the race car for that for that position, but I just felt that you know that's that's what it was. Yeah, I, I, and my issue with bringing it up was the idea of like the nonchalant kind of like we smooth regardless 
that I saw from from the white folks there, and I I don't know it just it just bothered me because because we had totally different mindsets. Their mindset was we gonna be smooth regardless, and my mindset was I can't make a single fuck up because I I don't want to give anybody any excuse to fire me or let me go. You take a job, and, and I, you it's just... the mindset that confuses me. Like the the way that I entered into it versus the way that they entered into it. So. Yeah, just shitty, man. But I, I've had that same, same uh, instances. I would like, I would love to actually cross this topic again. So I'm hoping that maybe we can get some input from people who've had similar situations, you know, and see what happens. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I've I've, I've been there, and I didn't. You know, it's funny. I didn't even think about it until you start telling your story that I've had that same situation. That's why I left that job and quit and went into something different because I just felt that, you know, I don't know, you, you, it's when we have these conversations, you know, they, you know, the talk of minimum wage and they want to raise the minimum wage, you mm-hmm. know, uh, rate and so forth. And I'm not opposed to minimum wage being raised, but I, I am, I, I do have this mindset that's like minimum wage is for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do better, you will do the things to try to do better. If that means taking training, you know what I mean, or working hard, I just don't think that if you just want to do the minimum, I don't think you should just get a raise just because of the, just the fact of it's just the minimum. I mean, of course, I think if you you know incorporate the whole inflation and stuff, I'm okay with that. But if you just want to do fries... <laughs> why should you do why should you know someone want to pay you more to do the same thing and you have the opportunity to, to get on the register or be a manager or do something else I just don't see like cause man I've been in fast food places and I'll be like man are you serious these motherfuckers will not get another dime if I had to take like if I ask you for no pickles and I get my sandwiches pickles dog <laughs> No, you you're not, you shouldn't get a raise. <laughs> Fuck that shit. And that shit happens to me all the fucking time. Hey, have you ever been to a place where you give you know you pay your food and it say it's uh your I don't know you have a uh, you pay it's your bill is five dollars and, and and three cent. Mm-hmm. You give a you give them five dollars and five cent and they say I don't have no I don't have no pennies. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit. Give me a nickel then. Why do I gotta why do I gotta take this loss because you ain't got no fucking pennies? I, I, that, that shit has happened to me a couple of times. I get mad every fucking time. Like I, I feel myself fuming just in the thought of it. Like, why do I have to take a loss? Give me give me a nickel then if if you know you take the loss then. Right. Just Yeah. So But yeah. Well, I guess we should wrap it up. Yeah, we've covered a lot of our topics. You know, uh, we definitely encourage you guys, to, you know, to email or DM or tweet us anything you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, we're probably not going to play no fucking music. Um, That's but, happen. you know, if you have any questions, we'd love to answer stuff. Uh, hopefully, in the, you know, in some future episodes, we'll do some call-ins um, so we can get some people on and so forth. But we definitely want to you know, establish ourselves and, and hopefully you, 
first off, you actually know who we're t- this is Otis, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, we want to be established ourselves and, you know, uh, so forth. So we have our links on our Facebook um, and our Twitter page. Uh, we're on SoundCloud and we're on uh, iTunes. iTunes, bitch. iTunes, bitch. Um, and so, but yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, this is Otis. A.K.A. Maybe Detroit O. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. And uh, you have Mike, A.K.A. Tipsy Russell. Tipsy Russell. And uh, we look forward to bring you another episode next week. So uh, enjoy your Memorial Day holiday and barbecue and all that good shit. And uh, Send in questions. uh, Tweet us. All that shit. And, uh, and share it, you know. And share sure, it as yeah. much as possible. We appreciate the so support. So people know that we're the shit. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.